Today is July 15th, 2022. It's episode 201 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Gladys and Schichter. Welcome back to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Peter. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Quentin. Hi. Hello. Also Hi. with us, we have, we, have, we have a friend. We have a guest. <laughs> it's true. Also with us, uh, former co-host of mine. <laughs> also a friend. <laughs> yeah. Different podcast, though. Different podcast. <laughs> but guests on our show this week, Talon Broadbent is here. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, everybody? Good to be back. Hi, Talon. It's been a hot minute. It has been. It has been. The hottest of minutes. (laughs) Welcome. Where have you been? I mean, it's cool (laughs) here. We're good. (laughs) Is it cool? It's not cool in here. I'm I'm in a booth, so it's it's I'm on fire, and it's fine. Uh, I kind of feel like chilly over there in the UK right now, where they're just like melting. Yeah, train tracks are just catching on fire. (laughs) Yep, sure are. Oh, it sounds like uh, Talon's a little low still. Still. Uh, okay, let's do let's do this. Um, I'm just going Peter's to really the, eat the my magic mic of then... micro. There we go. Is the this, magic. This is better. Yes. Uh, I, at least in my side, it sounds good. I uh, hopefully it's I'm going, going through chat. So yeah, chat. We uh, we had Talon turn up his game, and now he's 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 into his microphone. So yeah, gotta, gotta get those games. Just, just for you. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, before say something. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no, no, no. So before, Wait, are you giving up on him? No, say something. I'm. You know, I'm not gonna. <laughs> not doing that. Before, before anything, uh, talent. Uh, we've we've added something new uh, to Maelstrom Radio. Uh, we asked our guests that are on camera to show us uh, if they have any decimals. Uh, or knickknacks that are upon their desk, uh, like Invisible Frog. Like Invisible Frog. <laughs> I, I I enjoy Invisible Frog. So, do you have any? Uh, Invisible Frog uh, is just for the guests because yeah. the stream can never see him. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have any things on your desk that uh, the stream can or cannot see? <laughs> well, they typically can't see what's on my desk because I don't uh, usually show my hands on stream. Um, but yeah, I got a few. So the first thing that I want to show, this is like a super wholesome, right? Um, <laughs> I got this right here and I'm going to, I'm going to bring this in just a little bit. This oh, he has a little is, finger. Well, no, it's, it just, it sits just like it has a little suction cup thing and it just sits there. Oh, right? it's a suction cup. Yeah. So this is, this is squishy, not squishy, squishy. Um, so one of my students gave this to me because they thought that I needed it. And it sat on my desk at school for a very long time. Um, And when it kept getting accosted, so I put it in my box so that it guarded all of my papers so that they didn't fall out. And then Hmm. now that the school year's over, I bring Squishy back and Squishy keeps me company on my desk. (laughs) 
I love the squishy. other thing that I have, and he yeah, shall he, be yours. Yes, then that's exactly what I said. This is squishy, and I will call him mine, and I will keep him forever, and I will love him, and I will squeeze him. Uh, the next thing I have is not nearly as as wholesome as that. Uh, I do gunpla on the side, and mm-hmm. uh, I have a little scale Ooh. model heavy arms. That there, um, and then fourteen related. Speaking of big stick, uh, big thick. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're getting less and less wholesome the more we get into this. We got Xenos uh, from the um, from the Stormblood Collector's Edition. Showing off uh, that Zeusy. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Extra thick. <laughs> and then the last thing that I have on here, um, when Raven and I went to Disney World in 26, no, 2018, um, they had just released the um, Pandora Avatar um, ride and like that whole section of the park. And you're able to uh, have a um, avatar created right after like your likeness and your image. So they take it like a scan of your face and do the whole nine yards. Um, I didn't have a beard at the. No, wait, did I? I think I was growing my beard. So uh, you'll see a baby face Talon as an avatar. And this is this is one of those here. And it actually has the redemption card. So each one of these is wholly unique. And there can never be another one exactly like this one. So So it's a Highlander. I'm I'm technically an action figure. (laughs) That's something you don't hear every day. It's true. I might be the first person that has an action figure of themselves. Um, Showing off on the the show. The other things that I (laughs) have... That's definitely that are just like a part of kind of who I am and the whole reason why I have the booth in the first place. I have a Goku that I have hanging on the wall right in front of me and the four star dragon. (laughs) Well, where are the other, the other ones are behind me. I I keep them. This one is the one that I keep with me. And actually when I'm recording, I keep this very, very close. I use it as like a, a fidget so that I don't get super nervous while recording an audition. Nice. Chili says grandpa's ball. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me. It's grandpa's ball. (laughs) He's only got one. (laughs) We we don't we don't talk about it. (laughs) Well, Welcome back, Talon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's been a little while. It, it has mm-hmm. been, and I'm glad to see that things have not changed. Not at one all. bit, sadly. <laughs> not one tiny little bit. Our production quality has slightly increased. Not much, but slightly. Yeah, production quality has gotten better. <laughs> Same old jokes. Uh, so let's let's yeah, experimental comedy. <laughs> it's know. still there. Uh, so with the opening, uh, let's uh, also talk about like what what have we been gaming? What have we been doing? Uh, recently, I, I think let's, you, let's, let's let Talon go first. Let's go Talon first. Yeah, I was about to say let's let Talon go first. So what I have been playing? Okay, so I've been kind of all over the place, uh, but I've recently come back to Final Fantasy fourteen. That has been a whole lot of fun. I've recently got back into Savage Raiding, um, and I'm now a scholar. Um, so those Ooh. of you who have been following me from the beginning knew that I started raiding on Scholar, and now like I've made the full circle. So I went healer, 
DPS tank and now I'm back to healer. So I've run the full gambit. The only thing I haven't done yet is casting. And I don't think that I ever will. Um, I've heard that it's really fun, but also just no. Well, uh, scholars a whole lot of fun. And then when you can just negate mechanics no. by getting a crit low and then de deployment tactics, that's, that's, oh, it feels so good. Uh, but every other time, you just got to wait for your OGCs to come up because you can't heal otherwise. So you just broil and then broil. And when you're done with that, you can try to broil again. So, mm. Every now and then you get a little bit of a movement boost. Yeah. Zoomies. Got a little zoomies. zoomies. There you go. Um, the other thing that I've been playing uh, kind of off stream uh, have been some Digimon content. And then on stream, I've actually been going through Final Fantasy VI. Nice. Six I don't know anything about that one. Six is so good. Six is six is great. So, which which one isn't good for you? Uh, I think yeah, for every time someone's brought up Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy X, oh, Final Fantasy X, oh, so good. Final Fantasy IX, so good. Final Fantasy VII, they're good in their own right. On it. <laughs> like, which, which Final Fantasy is not good to you? One, one through three. <laughs> they're they're all right. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. They're all right. They ain't, they ain't super great, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but oh, sevens, sevens. Having played fantastic. one, I yeah, I can understand this. There's your Cerberus. <laughs> that doesn't count. You take that back, Chili. <laughs> yeah, that don't count. Mainline games. Yeah, Dur Dirge of Cerberus is good though. Like, they have did, you ever played it? They did Vincent Valentine. <laughs> they did that man wrong. <laughs> Look, it was the first third-person shooter that they had ever made. Fifteen. <laughs> Fifteen was good. I enjoyed Fifteen. It has issues, but it is not necessarily bad. You, you mean final final pro product placement fantasy? Yes, Listen, also you final leave me in my Coleman campware. <laughs> <laughs> Coleman was not the main ad product on that one. It, it was, was not. Cup Noodle. It was Cup Noodle. <laughs> Your kid, Cup Noodle. The game. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. So the part in Final Fantasy VI that I just got to, I uh, I have met a little gremlin boy, uh, Gao, and at first I was like, oh, let me, oh, it has the move Leap. I can, like, is this the Dragoon? This is a weird take on Dragoon. No, this is the Blue Mage. And I yep. have to run around on this one section of the map for hours because I need all the <laughs> buttons and I'm just like uh, why 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 did they design it this way because I'm, I'm not going to be able to retro games like that be because because games were sort of cheaper then and they needed to squeeze <laughs> out all the content <laughs> listen I'm not going to be able to go past this point until I get all of the things but I'm I'm like the chat has suggested like maybe I could just get a few of the things but then like <laughs> like my brain's like but no what if I need that one really niche ability later on in the game that I'm not ever going to be able to get again so I need to do it now and I'm just yeah. terrified <laughs> it's like using that's how items. games used to be you you get all the items but you never use any item because what if you need it later yeah, yeah. So you have you have 999 potions and yeah. you, at the end of the game, you have 997 because you thought you could afford the two. Forget the fact that you have over 900 more. Yeah, yeah never use items till the final boss. That's how you play. It just never, and even then, might not be the real boss. That's true. It's Final Fantasy That's game. That's so yeah. true. That's so true. Is it, you never use the items until the final boss, but since you don't know who the final boss, or when the final boss is actually going to hit, you just never use the items. 
Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it could be like Final Fantasy IX, where you think that you know you've been fighting the main bad guy the whole way through, and then all of a sudden there's there's a Krasma, and you're like, I've never even like I love that game, but like the final fight, I'm just wh- where why who who even are you? Do you even go here? Or they have like 18 different forms that you have to take out. Yeah. I mean, Square was so good at that that they did it to Super Mario <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, this this was written real cute, huh? Now here, fight God. And Mario's just at the end of the galaxy fighting God. Actually, it was probably like the precursor Endwalker. If anything, Mario did it first. <laughs> wow. I mean, didn't we kind of have that in Smash Bros. too? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, they had to get it from someplace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, ideas to your brother, coffee. and your little mushroom friend there, and, your, and a, that other turtle with a wig. <laughs> the the other turtle fight, with the, the wig. You're gonna fight God here in a second. <laughs> I better hope I brought all my mushrooms, sir. <laughs> right, come on, Mario. We're gonna fight God, even though I'm two foot tall and a mushroom. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> was... Honestly, I take him over Mario into the fight. <laughs> Just throw him. <laughs> Well, I, I'm a big Toad fan. Anytime that I played Mario Kart, like the, the Super NES Mario Kart, like I always picked Toad every single time and I would win. I would crush my brothers and they would just, yeah. Toad is Toad. objectively the best Mario character for Mario Kart. It's I agree. true. Also, Toad's voice got like weirder and weirder as the games went on. So it got more shill every single time. And I'm like, every time. Yeah. Why? And then there's I, Baby Toad. Yeah. What's, what the hell's a baby toad? What is, Wait, was there a baby toad? I know it's baby Mario. <laughs> oh, baby toad? Hold on a second. Wait, Hold on. I mean, just, uh, uh, was baby toad the toad. one taking care of baby Mario and baby Luigi? That what? could be it. I can't remember. Yeah, no, it doesn't look like there was one. No, but I see, I a, there was baby. I, I see a, a fan drawing Wait. of a baby toad. Oh, so do I. Is it the pink hat one? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I'm going to link this in our, our chat. Uh, because it's beautiful. Also, also there's, to- there's Toad with a flamethrower burning baby Mario. <laughs> I, I put it in the on. chat as well. Yeah, that is adorable. That that's a Toad. It's a baby. It it is. It's it's. Uh... So, have you ever seen Yu Yu Hakusho? Yes. No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Flattish, you're you've never seen Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. Oh no, I I have, I have. Okay, okay Flattish, you're gonna. All that is is Koenma silhouette with bigger feet. <laughs> Yo, this this got real. This got real. This 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 turned this turned into this turned into like late night Cartoon Network at like Friday night at one a.m. People are gonna wake up and be like, "Wait, what's happening?" And then you hear that that one intro in the background just going over and over. Yeah. Oh, I just got. It wasn't uh, Neon Genesis Seven Gallion. No, Uh, no, you just finished your Inuasha uh, marathon. Yep. <laughs> Another one I haven't seen. <laughs> so, so, wait, you haven't seen any? Okay. No, Shane, I haven't. I, I started. I started with Bleach. Okay. Well, I mean, I started with Full Metal Alchemist, but like the first like major long one I watched was Bleach. Bleach. I think. And then like, Naruto. Angel, yeah, tsunami. Knowing what some of your your like interests are, I think you would really enjoy Nar- uh, not Naruto. Um, Inuyasha. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see it. I've been tempted <laughs> to start it a couple times. I've just just stayed away. 
I don't know how often I've ever heard the phrase. I think given some of your your interests you have, I think you'd be really into real. <laughs> no, well, see that one. No, 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 no. That one. Honestly, I do know people that would. I mean, I like Naruto. <laughs> if you exclude the filler, it was really good. Yeah, if, if you take out the filler, <laughs> the, it wasn't bad. <laughs> some of the filler is good as well as just the fact that it's everywhere. It is. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's like although you know you you have three episodes of really good storytelling and character development, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the season is filler. Sixty episodes. Get, of filler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you got then you got one episode that explains why uh, Sasuke is being a dick bag, uh, and then you have one hundred and thirty mm-hmm. episodes of filler, and yeah. then you have the one episode where Naruto's like, "Okay, I'll I'll love you anyway." Mm-hmm. And then, I spoiled it. That's the whole. That's the whole anime. There you go. I actually, I, I finished the original Naruto, of course, and Shippuden I was working through. And when they finally came back after their, their hiatus, I caught up. And I have like, I can't remember, I have less than 100 episodes left to go in the end. But of those remaining episodes, like 80% of them are all filler. And there's like six episodes left. And I can't bring myself to actually finish the series. No, oh, no. I'll, I'll get there I one also day. stopped with One Piece in like around 1,000. Maybe 960. Also, well, did, did did Lufty get hot all of a sudden? Did it, like I like I looked on the internet, and all of a sudden he was like buffed out. <laughs> I I wouldn't call it call him hot, but he definitely roided out. That's for sure. Yeah, he got like yeah, roided out. I people are people on the internet. In, well, you know the internet. All of a sudden it was like <laughs> step on me, monk daddy. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm not here to kink shame, but he uh, he did not skip chest day. No, he, or he like or day. arm day, or any day, honestly. <laughs> Because his legs are a little shorter now. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody's Kinda just like, around. what potty part stretch, sir? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, All no. the internet. I don't listen. This is the same. This is the same internet that saw the nine foot vampire lady was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier said the same today, thing to you. Ara was was trending on Twitter. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe it's. Ho- nope. Oh, don't. don't don't, was it related no. to the wow the, the wow release? You know, I wish I wish I would have seen some of that. That would have been great. I would have loved to see some cross reference media, some conversations yeah, about been. how they're basically the same race. That would have been awesome. That is not what we got. That was not that was uh. not anything like with what I was expecting. Yeah, that's fair. I don't look at Twitter trends. Like I, I have tweet decks, so I see all of my my Twitter content, mm-hmm. my columns, my DMs, all of that sort of stuff. But I don't get the tr- the trending topics and whatever. It's made it for a really nice Twitter experience. Uh, I don't know. There's some. Tr- there's been some gold in those trending topics. Uh, yeah, but it's just saner. Well, when we're not playing the game of uh, you know Twitter, uh, what we did this week is that first of all, you and I played Operation Tango yesterday. We did really good game. Very fast paced, though. If you're not into fast paced stuff, like it's fast paced. Yeah, it's less. It's puzzles, but less puzzly, more fast paced, like more fast puzzles, fast puzzles, and and fast communication. Uh, Susan and I are still going through strange horticulture. Uh, I uh, did you join the cult? Yes, I don't remember. I don't think. Oh, you did join. Oh, yeah, you did because you. Yeah, you give the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. You're still playing through the Stardew. I'm still doing the Stardew playthrough. We are in 
we just actually finished off spring last stream, so we're now in summer year two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be finishing up our uh, the last some things that we need for the community center to get our greenhouse. Yep. Uh, so that should be done uh, next stream. And uh, we're slowly working towards finishing the community center so we can go on an island vacation. Nice. Uh, we did find some blockers, though, this week. Uh, since I'm on a beach farm, because this was originally supposed to be a fishing stream, mm-hmm. uh, still is now and then, uh, you can't put sprinklers on sand. So there's a very small area that is not sand in the beach farm that we can actually put our farming plots on and put sprinklers around them. But if we put it anywhere outside of that, you can't put sprinklers. Because sprinklers don't work well in sand, apparently. <laughs> Just uh, get wet sand. So that's been interesting. Yeah, we had to we had to re we figure out our our planning quickly last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been pretty good. I got a horse. He's got a hat. <laughs> the horse's name is Britsy. Mm-hmm. It's British, and it's got a green bow. Mm. Yeah. Look at your horse. Is your horse amazing? No, stop. it is. Stop, stop. No, <laughs> no, no, no. So we were at, we actually asked chat what what we should name the horse, and eventually just went the random name Britsy because chat didn't get back fast enough. Uh, but funny enough, the name uh, there was a name suggested eventually. It was too late for me to choose it, but our next horse will be named this. Um, Susan proposed the name that we named the horse Raisin. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, great. Yep. Y'all, y'all are unlocking memories that I thought mm-hmm. I had long. Oh, I, yep, yep. And after that, I then reintroduced people to the jazz version of that song. Yeah, because they didn't realize there was an actual official jazz remix. And then I introduced oh, people boy. to the uh, Italian punk band's cover. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, uh, this week we've been doing. Uh, a lot of Pokemon Unite, actually. We did Pokemon Unite. Oh, really? Uh, I yeah. have missed yeah. those. We, I, we haven't been doing it on stream. We've been doing it kind of on our own in Discord a little bit ad hoc. A few of us got together on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, after my Stardew stream, and we just kind of played together. We did some random matches, some ranked matches. Uh, just had a lot of fun, so we've been kind of playing it on and off. Sometimes together, sometimes not. Um, but it's been really fun. I, we haven't played it for almost a year since it came out. And uh, they're just in the, they're about to hit their one year anniversary. So there's like going to be a, a welcome back event and all these sorts of stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's uh, really cool. Uh, I so. kind of slept on uh, Unite because when it first launched, it was, boy, it was, <laughs> there was a lot of issues. There was a lot of issues with it. And I'm That's not fair. real big, I'm not real big into the, the MOBA thing, but I have been playing Wild Rift a little bit, but. Uh, I'm going to have to jump back into Pokemon Unite. I still have it downloaded on my Switch. I just, I've ignored it. <laughs> I've never played Wild Rift. I generally don't like MOBAs. Um, I'm not good at MOBAs. For example, a number of years ago, one of my friends was trying to get me into League. So they actually spent multiple days sitting down and teaching me how to play League. And um, after a number of these sessions where they were teaching me how to do everything, I almost was able to overcome a team of bots, and that's how good I was at League. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't defeat the bots, let alone an actual person. Uh, in Pokemon Unite, I can carry a team in some cases. Uh, I had a game earlier today. It was a ranked match, so people actually knew what they were doing. 
Um, and I was playing a speedster, so I was jungling in the middle. And I ended up getting like most of the points for our team, and we easily decimated our opponent. So it, it's definitely a lot easier to get into than most MOBAs. Uh, and it's a lot of fun, and it's a lot less stressful, especially because there's no chat system. Yeah. Well, I couldn't imagine a, a MOBA where Nintendo actually allowed something like that to happen, given the... Um... They have one. You can use one. Really? But it's optional. And well, off isn't, by isn't default. It, isn't it behind the paywall? Or am, am I thinking of, of the voice uh, one? Voices... I don't know. You yeah, have the, to pay the for Nintendo, the mobile, app, the mobile app. You have to use the mobile app. To, you can't, that mobile app is yeah, hot I don't garbage, think it's paid, though. <laughs> You're better off using yeah, Discord's mobile yeah. app for voice. <laughs> yes. That's what we did. We just hopped in Discord and we were coordinating that way. Uh, we were not good as a team. Uh, but we made do. We got better over time, but we were not, we were still not great. I I don't know. There's there's sometimes I'd blame the the rando that would come in there and be like, "All right, yeah. we're, this is our plan," and then they're like, "I'm doing the thing." I'm like, "No, that's not our plan." <laughs> I, I feel like too, like once as as we kind of got more familiar with things, because we had literally just all jumped in that day and we hadn't played much really. So like, the more that we're getting used to it, I think the better we're getting. Like, I looked on it earlier today, and you start off as like a beginner rank if you're playing ranked matches, which I don't tend to play ranked matches. I just like the fun ones. Um, but I was looking through our PvP levels because Chili is our expert. Um, he was downgraded to great class four, which is like the level before expert, I think. Um, but he's still like the max level of that rank. If he wins a few, he would immediately go into the expert rankings again. Um, I just entered the great ranks. I finished the beginner ranks. I'm in the great now. Peter, I think, is somewhere in the beginning of the, the beginner ranks or in the mid, maybe. Uh, Susan is at the end. Susan's at the same rank as Chili now. She's almost an expert. Okay. What are you gonna do? So she started playing this with us like a week ago. <laughs> She's just killing it. Wow. Okay. Very cool. So I, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so so that, that's a yeah I, I for, for the non gamer to to come <laughs> out and I get be a yeah, non gamer. <laughs> Just, just like peeking out, like yeah. Hello, I'm non gamer. <laughs> hey, wait, I gotta do it from here. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> Listen, I was really good at Heroes of the Storm and Smite. <laughs> Those are my jam. I just also has not. I have not been playing as often as uh, other people uh, can get to play. Uh, Susan is super competitive. That is true. Uh, so let's get let's get into the news because uh, we'll we'll talk about Pokemon Unite. For, right, we still got news. We still have news. All right, we gotta go. We gotta go uh, rapid fire well, news. Uh, well, let's do it in this order then. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, how do you guys feel about billboards? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> how do you guys feel about billboards in Texas? <laughs> mm, yes, they so, were in California too, and California, but, but they got yeah. Okay, so. Uh, so look, okay. Most of you know uh, I'm from Texas. Yeah. Right. And hot. Um, it's 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 real hot here. Uh, yeah. And our beach, our beach is even hot. Like yeah. it's like eighty degrees. Singular. You have one beach. Yeah, we have one beach. It's just <laughs> one, one's like strip of just gross sludge most of the time. Yeah. Because people don't know how to take care of anything. Um, Fair. We we 
have a lot of interests here in Texas. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. as a whole yep. probably is not virtual ERP. Yeah, okay. And, <clears throat> you know, uh, if, if you have... If you have that sort of interest, you're 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 probably not gonna be outside to see a billboard, right? That's, so yeah. everyone who saw the billboard in Texas collectively went, the fluff is that? What is this? <laughs> what is yeah. this? And then only doubled down to reaffirm the terrible assumptions that everybody has that people who play video games are just weird. And it it just it has been a dumpster fire. It uh, didn't it didn't really improve like the image of gamers to people that don't know gamers. It's just like what is what is scantily clad bunny lady? What is <laughs> what is? It didn't really improve. It like it, it didn't really help. Yeah, them, like in game either. No, no it well, did not. The community. No, if anything, uh, the community now has a billboard to uh, create memes with. So. So yeah, well, that is very I'm true. The memes great. that have come out of this have been god tier. Also, they threw the Final Fantasy 14 logo on the billboard, which you're not supposed to do. And they they posted modded uh, clothing on the billboard, which, you know, is against terms of service. Also, they posted uh, the clothing that was data mined like they, they did it be for the next Moonfire Fair event. Yeah. What? <laughs> anything that you could do wrong. <laughs> They like, <laughs> well, Peter, no, Peter, let's no, give them no, credit. No, they, Peter, Peter, hold on. Their legal team said uh-huh. it was okay. What? Who's, le- who's legal team? <laughs> their legal, I don't know. Their legal team. Yeah. The law they fell in the back of the corner. It's not the legal team. <laughs> Listen, everyone who says I, that this wasn't legal and legit, I'm going to write your name down. I'm going to write your name down, and that, that's going to be the first warning. Okay. And if you continue to say that this wasn't legal, to then I'm going to take your name and I'm going to put it on a Google Doc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you're going to see. And Google's going to have your name. And then Google's going to give it to their sentient AI. You'll see what's wrong. <laughs> and then they'll come and arrest you. For We have to give them some credit. They didn't do everything wrong on it. They didn't actually advertise the ERP. You mm-hmm. had to go to the Discord and have it all thrown in your face. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Actually, right. There was an actual lawyer that covered it on YouTube. Well, did you hear what happened to Spofi? Yes. No. That was yes. Okay, so well, I'll, I'll let I'll let Quentin tell you. Um, <laughs> that that was that was dirtbag move one hundred percent. The malware. Yeah. Discord. So, so they reached out and asked, like, "Hey, would you be interested in attending this sort of thing?" And then also there was some things around, like they had assumed, I think, that she was going to attend. Mm-hmm. And like we're saying that she was going to attend and, and telling people and not mentioning that it was and, and saying that it was going to be like a friendly, like family friendly because all of her content is very wholesome. It's all mm-hmm. family friendly. It's all super chill. Like it's great. Um, but they also think they also went into her Twitch and was asking and mm-hmm. like it, it was mm-hmm. they were being really sketchy about it all. Mm-hmm. That that's what I, I've seen so far. Was there anything else? Well, no, that was basically it. Where they oh, told me, like, say. "Hey, 
I thought well, they no, did no, a little bait they, they switch. Like, hey. She showed up. Well, no, that's exactly what happened. Oh, she showed up? Well, she was like, well, let me. Okay, I was about to say, it was like, she did not show up. Because she did, like, the smallest amount of research, which any of these people are part of this free company and Discord, whatever. Like, if they would have done just the minuscule amount, that, like, none of this would have happened. But so she went and like dug a little bit. And then when it found out that they did the billboard thing and had asked her, because at first she thought it was just like a centralized in-game event. They wanted to try to promote it, use her to do it. Okay, whatever. That was weird. You shouldn't have done that. But then when it like blew up, she's like, listen, this is incredibly disingenuous to try to get me to come, like basically give credence to an event that you that like you know that my channel doesn't like like promote what why yeah. would you why like that doesn't i don't know it was it was really really crappy and for like someone as as wholesome and as nice as, as spofy like why would you would even like you you would have had a better chance trying to find any <laughs> other content creator to to do something like that i mean and there's plenty of not ascalia um his podcast probably would have like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm not going to speak for them, but that's like their, like their alley. But no, they didn't reach out to them. They they went to. Yeah, she would have been in a little bit better position to be like, hey, yeah, <clears throat> no, Susan, we, we we can be bought, but not by ERP venues. Well, <laughs> the right ones, <laughs> not not billboard ones. No, I give us numbers first. Yeah. <laughs> We need to stay on the numbers. Yeah, listen, if you're coming with at us and you're like, listen, Tostina pizza rolls, you're out of here. But you come at me with like, hey, you want steaks? I like steaks. Mm. No, not steaks? What a steakhouse. Those aren't cheap. No, not a huge fan. Okay, not a huge fan of but the red meat as much. Hmm. We'll have to, we'll discuss it. We'll workshop it. Maybe some sushi. This isn't, this isn't like fish. I mean, I could, I could work the sushi. But we'll figure it out. Ramen? Like, I don't know, it could be. What's a really expensive food? <laughs> ramen. <laughs> That's true. Ramen could be very expensive. You are correct. Hella ramen. Listen, you know, like I just want one of those Naruto bowls. <laughs> or just a whole bunch of Naruto, Naruto in it. <laughs> it's just the fish cakes. It's just the fish cakes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't taste as good as you expect either. They're just. Mm. They're just gelatinous. That's a, there's no flavor to them. <laughs> I just got back from eating way too much sushi. It happens. Uh, so other than other than uh, you know terrible taste in billboards. Well, okay, continue. I won't segue to the other topic yet. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, well, I was gonna say. Well, I was, I was gonna segue to the other topic. Uh, but I, real quick though, uh, Maelstrom Radio does not condone the use of buying billboards or using, uh, you know, modded uh, character art <laughs> or <laughs> the illegal use of the if, Final Fantasy fourteen logo. <laughs> if you want to build, if, if you want to do a billboard of Maelstrom Radio, contact us because we probably would endorse that though. Yeah, you could do that. Do that. As long as it doesn't use Final Fantasy logo. <laughs> yeah, and assets. Logo. And yeah. DRP and mods. Mm-hmm. Keep it sensual, not sexual. That's listen. You can you could post uh two people like back rubbing each other. That's probably okay on a billboard. No? Probably depends on what they're wearing. Okay. 
<laughs> that that could that depending like, on the if, situation what that, can, about, that can that can border the line. What are, what about an old timey uh like Wait, no, Susan's got dress. it. Got to have the pets on it. Oh okay. The pets and Mortimer. Wait, here's a here's so, a here's two fluffy cats and a, and a dog. This is what I see. This is what I see as Maelstrom Radio's billboard. All right, there there oh, no. there's. There's there's two bears and they're they're back to back and they're just like <laughs> they're just scratching each other's back and then Mortimer's off to the side just like terrified completely terrified uh-huh. uh huh and that was the mental image in in the back of my brain and I had to like mute my mic step away because I was dying dying I, my billboard don't yeah, jiggle jiggle it roars. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I got one one slight change to your billboard. One of them is a bear, but the other one is a moose uh-huh. with the oh, antlers. Yeah. And that's how they're scratching each other's back. Perfect. Uh, so if somebody could get on that, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do it in Texas. Just don't do it in Texas. We don't need another one of those. We don't. Uh, I mean, there's another fan of bears? <laughs> not touching that one. Nope, not touching that one. And, Careful, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> that one right oh, there. That one. Got to right play there. to your target audience. <laughs> it's too hot in Texas for the Bears. <laughs> mm. uh, well, why are the producers alive? <laughs> why are the producers alive? Seventy-one happened Friday, July first. I know it's been a while. Uh, and it gave us a bunch of info about the uh, things coming up in patch 6.2 and beyond. Uh, was there anything uh, out of the uh, uh, the live letter that you saw that really spoke to you? Uh, is it islands? Are you just going to go live on an island forever? <laughs> um, no. I'm not. IRL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have anything that I was super excited about except for the fact that... Um, Dragoon and Astro changes are coming in 7.0, and I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about my Dragoon changing yet. Um, so I'm on that copium real hard with that. I don't want them to touch it. I don't want them to touch it. Uh, Island Sanctuary, like, I am reluctantly optimistic about it, because anytime that they add a super grindy system, I have never been fan of Final Fantasy XIV's grind systems. Eureka, Bajja the relics like it's never been super fun for me so as long as it's just like a nice like do it when you want to sort of thing not uh you have to grind to get all the really cool super like i don't know that reluctantly optimistic we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes what about the grind the new uh, relic grind oh, oh, we don't for oh, that at all because you had to grind the manderville way yeah so it's the most gentlemanly weapon. <laughs> it 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 is, and it's probably gonna be gold and sparkle, and might be a cactar. Probably. I want. I want. I was gonna say, how many times do we have to oil Godbert? <laughs> oh make... no, not again! <laughs> not again! It's been a while. <laughs> but so, has anyone noticed that um, fourteen is sneakily making it mandatory? mandatory Mm -hmm. that you have to do all of the things to experience the game are you talking about tataru like with well tataru okay 
So you have to do all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the Crystal Tower before was just optional. Mm-hmm. Now it's the only thing you get on Alliance Roulette mm-hmm. because people need to get it done. Uh, oh, well, now they're going to get Mox. The lowest level now, one. Now Shadow of Mox is going to get go yeah. because you need to get that done. So now everyone is going to have to, if they want the newest relic, and if you don't Savage Raid, if you want the highest item level weapon that you're able to get for a given patch, you're going to have to do 2.0 Hildebrand all the way through 6.0 to be, to be able to grind the relic. Like, to be fair, though, like 2.0 Hildebrand is the longest part, and everything after 2.0 Hildebrand is basically like nothing. Yeah, it's super short. If you skip all the cutscenes, yeah, it's like nothing. Like, able, if you're like, gonna do the amount of Hildebrand they've added since 2.0, Oh, or the 2.x series has been a lot less. Although Storm Stormblood's right? Hildebrand was, I'll, I'll agree with that one. That was pretty funny. That that, that one was my favorite. That was better than 2.0. Uh, uh, 2.0. Although we'll say current Hildebrand, uh, Chef's Kiss. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's got. Every, done it yet. It's got all the things I would want in Hildebrand Quest. <laughs> it's got all the things I wanted. So oiling other men. <laughs> Finding uh-huh. hidden swords and sheaths. Yep. And um bombs. Uh, and bombs mm-hmm. and a god with six arms that disguise themselves as a dog. Mm, sure. <laughs> I we all know like your Jimbo is your favorite character, isn't it? Uh well, I love Greg. I love Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh as a Final oh. Fantasy like villain is interesting right. because of the multiverse travel, so like, weren't you waiting forever for Yojimbo to show up somewhere in game? Yes, and I think it was cool. Yes, because Yojimbo as a because Yojimbo was the 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 Gilgamesh of Final Fantasy X. They just altered like what Gilgamesh was for ten, and it's cool that like fourteen took the took that concept and then was like, what if <laughs> what if Yojimbo is really just Gilgamesh? <laughs> so, uh, and that made it great. So. Uh, again, go go play through. I I just like that all of all of Final Fantasy Twitter uh, the, and the people that played it were like, yay! Like finally, I'll like I'll get a relic because they like they like Hildebrand. And the other part of Final Fantasy Twitter was just I've never seen people so angry about Hildebrand ever. And the last time I saw people this angry about Hildebrand was when they didn't get Hildebrand. <laughs> just so Make up mad. Your mind. Do you they're, want him or not? Like they were like hardcore raiders, and they were just like, "I am so upset." <laughs> I was like, "Why? Why are you so mad? I have to do content." I'm like, "All, all right, chill. It's just Hildebrand. It's dumb. It's locked by this well, dumb crap." And I was like, "All I don't right." Know why they're up- I don't know why they're upset about it. They skipped the cutscenes anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, Chief. <laughs> Good for you. you oh, no, you have to you do a couple five more. five of uh, them, and then you're done. Trials. You, could, you could have started that, instead of like spending the three hours on Twitter complaining with your 87 like <laughs> length, you could have done all of Hildebrand in that time. They did it at work, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, they're angry at work, and then they get home and have to do it. Sitting in the stall, the bathroom, yelling at people on the internet. It's dumb. <laughs> All right, good job, Jimmy. Go back to I, go go back to slinging artichoke dip at chilies. <laughs> I think honestly, we know that the best announcement in the entire thing was that they're doubling the glamour dresser size up to eight hundred now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Well, glamour, glamour. Final Fantasy fourteen Twitter was was a delight. Mm-hmm. 
They're happy. Best part. Unreal people, uh, not so happy because they're getting Sephiroth. I like Sephiroth. That was a great fight. So I'll go. I'll... We're still waiting for the one-winged angel. Well, listen, if they didn't do that in the Omega Raid series, I, I'm not sure if he's actually going to show up. Yeah. We still have Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 and 3 for crossover events. Mm-hmm. We we still yeah it's true we do monster have a, hunter uh, level yeah we could do a, a <laughs> they they could do if they were going to do it <laughs> uh in 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 fantasy world what they could do is in Final Fantasy seven they have uh what's called the um the battle testing. Uh, the battle testing, and that's how you unlock some of your uh, summons. So they could mm-hmm. theoretically find a way to make an Allegan like test chamber, uh, you know, technology that allows you to test your your might, so to speak, against uh, against a foe that's for- formidable. Uh, and then if they wanted to make it like you know, Monster Hunter, they could if they wanted to. Also, Abyssos is coming. That's Pandemonium, and I'm, I'm interested in the story. So I just mean like. They could make the Monster Hunter cro- like a crossover like Monster Hunter where they have a fight, like a trial dedicated just to that. Yeah. And with some story around it, but it just kind of sits there afterwards. If they really wanted to make it cool, like make it an eight-person fight, like they really wanted to make it cool, they could really just make it like a really... Mm-hmm. Or even have like a really hard, hard mode where it's four people and then... Like just, Monster Hunter. Just like now, Monster that Hunter is fight. actually what I'm super excited about. The new Savage... Four man dungeons. The dungeons. Uh, oh boy, the variant ones. Man, right. I am. I'm ready for variant that. Variant Criterion. Yeah. Yeah. If you, I mean, we could, we could just dr- jump right into like talking to you. Like, we want to just talk about like how how uh, Final Fantasy is doing Mythic Dungeons because <laughs> essentially Final. It sounds like Mythic Dungeons except without all the the gear treadmill aspects. So I mean, we don't know yet. There, we don't know if there will be gear but <laughs> there will yeah, be yeah. hard content uh so i mean do you think there will what do you think there will be a reward system in terms of gear or do you think it'll just be like here here's glamour and story i don't, I, I don't know so i uh, you mentioned at the at the top of the show that I was a former co-host of yours uh, when we did WoW Nightcap. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a lot of experience in in World of Warcraft running Mythic Dungeons and all of that that jazz. I I'm I'm excited that 14 is kind of doing their spin on something like that. I I think that it's really good for the game. I think that it's going to be a fun bit of content. What I'm afraid of is anytime that they've introduced something similar to this, the reward structure has not kept people engaged. So if it's just arbitrarily hard for the sake of it just being arbitrarily hard, I don't think people are going to stick with it. And the longevity of it is like, if it's just for bragging rights, then what's the point? Because nobody does like in World of Warcraft, nobody does even now, nobody does Mythic Plus for bragging rights. I mean, some of them do, sure. I mean, there's there's always, like, an exception to the rule. Yeah, they but, do it for the mount. <laughs> sure, and then sit in the city with that, like, look at this! <laughs> but, like, it, it's mostly to, to get the gear so that they can go on to do other content or even perform better in the, in the Mythic Pluses that they already do. Right. 
14, like, this is what I want them to do. I want them to have it be on par with Savage Gear. And what I mean by that, not necessarily item level, but let's let's think about it this way. When you're trying to go into, like, the uh, highest raid, like, mythic level difficulty for the actual raids in World of Warcraft, um, you need to have gear. And one of the ways to get gear so that you don't freaking fall over is either do the heroic version of the, of the raid, right? Or you can supplement that heroic gear with, uh, I think you have to be like plus 16, plus 14 yeah. um, gear uh, in Mythic Plus to do that. And if you're already raiding on that level, you're going to be able to do that. So that's what I want. That's what I would love to see them use this new um, Savage Dungeon for. Um, to supplement a way to be better at the opening of a savage tier, so have it like five items levels lower than the the maximum that's going to make it hard, make it hard as balls to actually do, right? Because there's no reason, like like if you if you take that system away from the the crafters, putting the the item level ten item levels lower than what's going to be the maximum, right? If you do that, then that's just going to be that's not going to be fun for anybody that's going to crash the economy. That's that's going to piss off a lot of crafters. But if we can make the item level just low enough to where it makes people want to go in there and do it, so you'll need you'll need the crafting gear, right? If you want to do well at the start, you get the gear, and then when you go to jump into Savage, you have supplementations, right? You have supplementations to be able to go and do it. Um, if y'all remember the World First Race. Um, where thoughts per second decided to spend, was it two hours farming the um, ruby weapon, getting that weapon, and then jumping into into the savage to to keep going? Yeah, that's what I want to see these do. I want these to be that where you don't need it, you don't need it, but if you had it, it would it would make things a lot easier, like a ton easier. That's what I would like to see this reward structure be and then on top of that make it look good right make it look good why did everybody start doing the pvp event because they wanted that glamour (laughs) yeah they wanted the wolf the wolf collar like the wolf mark glamour stuff that's been inaccessible for to players for they introduced that into what 3.0 i think Mm -hmm. so it's been seven almost eight years now where people just haven't been able to get that unless you're in like the top of the top pvp yeah but now all of a sudden it's available what did people do they rushed it not yeah. only did they rush it the, the 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 carrot on the end of the stick was there for people to want to go and do and then while they were there they were like holy crap crystalline conflict is actually fun it was like yeah it was actually, a lot more i want to do this yeah it was way more accessible so if they can put a reward structure that not only is viable and that you can keep it for a, a longer period of time so you don't feel like i get the reward now i'm done and i don't have to do anything anymore like it has longevity and then it also looks good that's going to keep people going back over and over and over again and just like in in savage content if you want all of the things so that all of your characters can be like this bad a mother trucker you have you have a resource to do that, but let's say it's you don't have time to coordinate with eight other people. 
like when we were raiding mm-hmm. in World of Warcraft, we had we had people in California, we had people in Florida, you have people in Texas, and then you've got people like up in Canada, right? So it's just like trying to coordinate eight people is and Britain. difficult, 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 yeah, we had, limited, difficult. We had like fifteen people. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. doing it with just four is going to be a lot easier. Chile and England. Chile was like, and England. And England, yeah. So, like, so we had people all over the place, right? But having just four people that you have to coordinate uh, to do gear that's just as viable, that will make you feel just as good, will make you feel like you're actually progressing, that's a win-win. But they've got to do it right. They've got to do it right. If it's just for glamour, if it's just for bragging rights, what's the point? Uh, well, we already not. have ultimates for that. You have a shiny <laughs> weapon. That's true. I mean, uh, I was, uh, continue. Well, I, I didn't want to cut you off, but I mean, think about it. That, that's exactly what ultimates are for. They're to wave mm-hmm. your, your, I play this game all the time stick around. I'm being nice about it, right? But, and like people who like to do ultimates, that's awesome. I would like to do them too. But like, I'm not, I'm not dogging them, but th- we already have the look at me. I can do really hard content mm-hmm. um, vanity item. We don't need another one of those. Make it accessible yeah. for your mid-core players. I, I don't... The one thing that I think I, I'll disagree on with this is I don't think that these should reward gear. And what I mean by this is like, I think that, similar to a lot of the other um, content that Final Fantasy has put out, I think it would make a much better token system to be able to get rewards from some sort of currency that you earn through these that you can then exchange for different things. Gear may be one of those things, but I think another thing that would be very important for this would be augmentation. right? So for example, say you have crafted gear, but you can get the items to upgrade the crafted gear from doing this content, and that would bump it up to, let's say, that savage level uh, gear or similar to that level. Um, or even vice versa, like maybe you, it bumps the normal raid gear up into a savage level, or maybe it, they have multiple levels of this gear that you can get, um, and depending order, on what tokens you have and whatnot. And in like, order yeah, to, you have to be like the base level version, and then you can get the upgrades and et cetera, et cetera. Like one of the things I find that they have an issue with, especially with giving out gear like this, is once the tier is done, the content is no longer relevant, right? And that's no one goes back and does Alexander. Of. Because it goes glamour. But if you do a token-based system, you can always keep the content relevant. Mm-hmm. So do we need another... Um, so one of the complaints, and Susan will remember this, World of Warcraft had this uh, real big problem uh, in the new expansion that's coming out. Um, and anyway, that, that's another topic. They're supposedly getting rid of like their currencies on top of currencies on top of currencies. Mm-hmm. Right. Does they have a lot more than 14 though? Yeah, they do. True, true, but 14 is starting to get up there. Like it's starting to get up there to to upgrade the crafted gear. You need reins, you need tickets, you need you need to go farm things for swords, and then you need to go get coins. And uh, there's a bunch of different layers that are starting to to stack on each other. Does this currency system that you're describing? Do we end up having that same like like system on top of system on top of system thing? Because we already have something similar to that. Like when you're able to buy robe rent with the um, new twenty four man coin to upgrade mm-hmm. your tome weapons or your tome gear to item level six hundred right now. 
Yeah, like I, I don't think we necessarily want a token to buy an item to upgrade a gear, right? But being able to have just the token to get the gear or the token plus the original item you had to upgrade the gear, like I don't think it's adding extra currencies. Like right now, we have a bunch of disparate systems, right? We have the Poetics and we have the Tombstone system. We have one system to update crafted gear, which is just flat out grind those. You have uh, the coin system to upgrade the the tome gear, right? So like we have a bunch of each of each of our currencies in fourteen at least is fairly separate, with the exception of the coins to buy the items to buy the gear, which I do hate that system. <laughs> It so, is terrible. How I'm many coins? I need items. I need how many coins to buy this twine to upgrade my thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, so yeah. it sounds like what you're suggesting is that we need another ever long tome, for lack of a, a better word, like effectively, yes. Yeah. But a tome and, that's but specific that is to that to these dungeons, exactly. Right. So yeah. we we can call them a savage tome. Or, or Criterion yeah. coins, or whatever the hell you want to call them. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, we already have coins. Oh, okay. So, well, we can't call them tickets, because everything's a freaking ticket in this game. Uh, we can call them <laughs> bear buttholes. Collect 500 bear buttholes, because... Oh, no! That's, <laughs> that's what you gotta do in every MMO. But, Again? like, okay, so, so, so we collect these, and we get them by doing the Savage, and then do they do they go the way of uh, the, the, the Moogle Tomes, where you only have them for a certain amount of time, and if you if you don't use them, you lose them. Like, and see, and that that's what I'm afraid of. How do you make that? How do you make this system actually viable? Because if you do that, if we do create another everlong system, like another everlong tome, I have the solution. <laughs> I I do have the solution for this. So the idea is that you have a short amount of time in there, right? It's very timed. Uh, you have a short, uh, they said that you have a specific set amount of time to kill creatures in, in those dungeons. I don't know if that's the bosses or whatever, but you only have a specific amount of time. What if it's a degrading system, right? Like you start with like, oh, you're going to get 50 coins if you can beat it at this time, right? And as you go through, it's like, uh oh, you died. So now that takes 10 more coins away. And then like you could beat it, but you're only going to get, oh, you know, your whole team's going to get 20 coins, which isn't enough, right? Or 20, whatever they're going to be. It, it's, it, it, you could easily say like, you have to, if you want to get good, you're going to get the most reward out of it, right? And unless you're maybe a high end person and you're, you're going to go in there, we don't know how difficult this is going to be, but we know that uh, healing is capped, right? There's no raising. Uh, so there's no raises. Uh, healing is there. Uh, you have a, t- a fairly tough time. Mobs respawn if you die. See, they like, so adding a degrading system in these, on these, whatever these tokens are going to be. Uh, would be the easiest way of doing it because then it's adding a layer of difficulty and you may not get all of them at once. And then if it's the same uh, nugget or whatever that's going to be, then you can have them in their own separate, uh, uh, what's it called, rotation. And then you're like, all right, this this week... uh, this week's uh, dungeons offer a bonus, right? And like you can try to get in there and do it to the best of your ability and get some extras. And then they, as they add more, so and they but maybe they can add gaining them though, right? This isn't around the maintenance of them. No, no, the no, but the gaining them, right? Like the, the ultimately yeah. the gaining them, but but adding like a bonus and like say, oh hey, also there's gonna be like a multiplier uh, multiplier on this. Like you you can get extra, but the mobs hit harder or. You know right. that, and that's what WoW did with their ultimately just started doing with their mythic dungeons. It's like, oh, this week it's exploding corpses, and like you're like, oh, okay. Uh, so like they can, Not it, okay, 
but but it adds like this layer of difficulty and as as we get stronger still keeps that content relevant if they can add these little tweaks to them and still keep that that currency okay viable so then you make that gear okay okay i'm i'm with you on that one and i i would be okay with that so long as they don't go the full way of of wow but then we take we take this idea right and then put the gear system that you can earn or that you can upgrade on a season so let's say right now we're in we're in 6.0 right how often do we go into the leveling dungeons if we unless we're leveling right not very often so let's take those dungeons make them and this is just example let's take like the first three the the uh 81 83 and 85 dungeon let's make those the seasons right and each week they roll over to see which one is going to be the super savage one and then when you're able to go through the whole season you collect however many that you collect then you're able to use those currencies to modify upgrade or even get uh four man savage specific gear and then add some vanity stuff in there too I mean, yeah, I can definitely see that working as well. Yeah. I think there's, there's definitely like a balance that they have to kind of push here because on one hand, you do want to have some way of making this relevant and keeping things relevant, but you also don't want to necessarily have um, something that you have to always be logging in for because I think that's one of the things that 14 does really well is it doesn't make you log in every day and in order to keep relevant with a lot of things. Um, and WoW does the opposite of this, where they want you to log in every day, and it is not a good situation to be in. No, it's not. And we don't. And again, uh, like this, we we don't know what's going to happen in the next expansion. But currently, current state of WoW is right. you must log in yeah. <laughs> every day and do. Honestly, all I don't see it really changing a whole lot. What? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the like yeah, at least not immediately. Yeah, there's a whole lot of hype surrounding the new WoW expansion, and this is the first time in years I have bought every single WoW expansion every time it's been announced. Whether I spent a week in the game or or six months after I bought the expansion, I w- I was at least hype enough to buy it. This time, I've, no, like you you've got you got me way too many times. I'm I'm sorry, I can't. Which is. Kind of sad because it actually looks like they're doing a lot of good with this one, but just it, it, yeah. It, it, I mean, I don't want to like dive into a bunch of World of Warcraft, but yeah, no, it, no, no. Uh, understood. It's a you got to start somewhere, right? Like you know, like 1.0 needed to be taken offline to to for things to re, to be rebuilt and 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 built upon, and even one 2.0 wasn't perfect, and they still had to reiterate. And they had so. that though, but with Cataclysm. Yeah, well, well, Cataclysm doesn't count because Cataclysm wasn't a rebuilding of the world. It wasn't like, oh, we f- we effed up. <laughs> it it was. It was it, not. Well, it was a destroy well, it and leave it that way. <laughs> yeah, they destroyed it. They, <laughs> and then they stabbed a the sword in it to double tap it. Point two, right? Like they had the graphics update at that point. They did a rework of some of the world. Like they they weren't in a mind state. Uh, like they weren't in a state of like we messed up. We need to do better. They were just like screw it. Let's destroy things and just make something else. Chili says, "Can I can I suggest the Chris video on World of Warcraft versus FX patch time? You can, but th- th- again, 
that is changing, right? Like they've openly just mm -hmm. bought a whole new studio so they can effectively create more content for World of Warcraft. Like they just bought the studio that uh, uh, that created the game Spell. Oh my God, Spellbreak, which was a uh, wizard MMO, um, a wizard MOBA, or a wizard not MOBA, but a wizard uh, battle royale. Um, and they bought that company. Now it's going to be based out of cool. Al Al Albany. So it's going to be a whole. Uh, they're not because they they, they didn't want to move them into California. They actually want to have uh, uh, remote spots for Blizzard employees because they realize California is too expensive. So they're trying to get people. Yeah. So they're they're trying to but get. Albany more, is not a place I would have chosen. Well, that's where the studio was. So that they're not. Oh, they're okay. not yeah, yeah. That's where their studio was. So it wasn't like they were like we're opening a new studio. No, it was just like where they where yeah. that studio was. Uh, Spellforge, thank you, Chili. Uh, yeah, yeah, Spellforge, and the people behind that game have MMO. They worked on other MMOs prior. Uh, they they uh, from all walks, uh, Swotor and uh, ESO. Like, the, they're they're in good hands, right? So smart, right? Like we we may have always said, oh yeah, Blizzard's got a massive team, but a massive team can only do so much work, and like that's artists, and that's you know, massive could be artists you know people running your community and and dev dev power is probably going into a lot of things so having more hands on deck can help with creating more and especially now different time zones as well like you have people that can wake up earlier and and work on stuff and then slide it on over to more people I'm like here you go i work on this and you can work on it for the rest of the day bye uh so you sound like it's so easy it's not it's i'm not, not. saying i it's, i know it's not i know it's not uh but ultimately right the big picture is like Ian has a coast being the Yoshi P of world of Warcraft noted that, Hey, we know that the community wants more content from us in order to make that happen. We bought a whole studio to assist us and the studio to be fair, Spellforge wasn't doing great. <laughs> they, and they tried, they even went on the, the Xbox game pass to try to make a, like a last hurrah did not work. That's fine. Uh, people just weren't into it's bad timing. Like I think if that would have came out early enough, it would have been great because you know, fireball. Uh, but long long story short, just it they they realize that I think that'll change. I, I'm not championing Blizzard in any sort of way, but it's just you can see like just like Quentin said earlier, you can see that they're trying to make the right changes and making efforts for this expansion. And even if it doesn't pay off this expansion the next expansion right the dividends will slowly come around and how fast they can churn assuming out and they learn assuming they learn right yeah and <laughs> the, the, that's the thing asman did a video um and this goes into like mmos as as like a genre right mm -hmm. uh he did a video basically saying like hey i'm, I'm having to make the same video again uh, and i think zeppla covered it too but i'm 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 having to make the same video again asking you guys to listen to your to your alpha builds and your, your beta testers. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't mm -hmm. do this, like if you if you don't do this, if you don't listen to your player base, if you don't listen to your core audience and like stop doubling down on thinking that you know best because you've been so out of touch with your own game for three expansions now. If you don't do this, you're gonna effectively like if this expansion doesn't rock everybody's socks, <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. see wow coming back from this with all the crap that B Blizzard has had to deal with in, in recent history. 
which is another reason that I'm really reluctant to even go over there because they say that they're affecting change, but Bobby Kotick's still sitting in the seat. Microsoft is still dragging their feet on how to how to actually acquire this legally without becoming a monopoly and all the like gaming news surrounding that. Like, it's, then, it, they don't have too much choice in that. They're waiting for the government to clear everything. So it's just like it's so frustrating to have to have the same conversation with the same developers that you've been banging your head against the wall for six years and every MMO that, that is successful has built upon their player base. Every single one. Think about guild wars two. It's still around because they listen to their players. Now it's not the best game in the world. (laughs) It's barely I mean, around, but it was there. Flop. I mean, well, I mean, would have flopped if they didn't listen to their players. And, well, they were very quiet there for a while, and they didn't have a leader for years until recently, and they pumped out an expansion. Who the hell saw that coming? Not I, because I thought they were just dead in the well, water. That's what I mean. They were really, really bad, and they weren't doing anything, and yeah. then they started listening to their customers, and they've done a lot better since they started doing that. So that's a really good example. Yeah, They have to do it. Blizzard has to do it. Ian cannot have that stupid interview that he did the one time. Like, y'all just don't know what you really want. Like, that cannot <laughs> come out of his mouth again. No, like, it's true, but you can't say it. <laughs> People in general yeah. don't know what they want. You have to kind of read between the lines of what they say they want to figure mm. out what they actually do want. Yeah. How do Yoshi P? Because, you, like, Yoshi P, he has gone on record saying, I watched what World of Warcraft did from vanilla to Wrath of the Lich King. I studied mm-hmm. it, I loved it, I liked it, and I wanted to do something like that. And look what we got. Yeah, and he made his well. team play Cataclysm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> See, this That's bad. Don't do that. <laughs> See, we blew up the two. We blew up the world first. Yeah, we did that. Uh, Smart. So I guess one interesting thing here, and there's a big difference between 14 and most other MMOs out in these Western MMOs on the market right now. You mentioned that companies need to listen to their player base. And I think that's a very important note. But do you think that alpha, beta, the public test realm, all of these things are actually making it harder for Blizzard and other companies to do this? Because if you look at 14, there is no beta, there is no alpha. We do not get any preview content until it launches and then there's tweaks Ooh. enough here but they basically have full creative freedom and to do what their vision is whereas with blizzard they launch it to beta alpha ptr whatever before it goes on and they get tons of feedback and some people might really like it some people might really hate it and they try to balance this and they get into a position where like no one's happy so the i i, I agree that the the beta testers the the alpha the ptr stuff is not a great idea for player feedback in the stages of you creating the concept of your of your expansion. Once mm-hmm. you have the expansion basically done, you have your lore, you have the hook that's going to keep people like that's going to grab people and then you've got the meat that's going to keep them engaged. At mm-hmm. that point, once you have that as its core, hey guys, if you could help us find some of these bugs. That's what the PTR was originally supposed to be, right? right? Hey, go play this. Make sure that it all kind of works. Let us know what you feel about like having to... I mean, th- when you were level 40 and it took forever for you to get two gold to buy your, your, mount, your riding license, <laughs> like that sucked to have to walk 
all the way a freaking across Kalimdor to go do a quest. That really sucks. That's the kind of feedback that they that a PTR should be looking for. But after just, just jump some... off a high place and slow fall. <laughs> <laughs> but your but your 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 core game should already be in existence. That should already be polished out. That should be ready to rock and roll before that before PTR is even a question. And if you don't it, have that, then then you don't have a game. I'm sorry, you don't. I I agree with that. Like I I would even go further and say that like that two gold to grind to get things isn't something that PTR should deal with either. Mm-mm. Right? If you aren't thinking about your game's economy, if you aren't thinking about the time investment that it takes to do these things, if you don't have that information, if you don't even know, and you just blindly put that out there and you're like, then people come back later and be like, this takes way too long. You've already missed a very key component of what you're trying to build, right? You are trusting that you're going to get this feedback when you should already know that information about your game. Exactly. So, like... I, I think that PTR should be more for that, like the stress testing, like Dr. Delicious just messed it, like, uh, mentioned. It should be large groups of people getting thrown at it. Everything is pretty much done at this point. You're just making sure that it all works smoothly together and making minor tweaks. There shouldn't be big things like, oh, we need to increase like uh, currency generation or we need to make major combat changes or stuff like that. I feel like a lot of that ends up becoming just personal preference for some people or they like try to tweak what they think when really a lot of it should be what blizzard thinks not what the community thinks that is and absolutely 100 percent true and right and if it doesn't come out creators going in and making videos on these like bad systems it colors and skews the public's perception of what right. the game's gonna be and then people already go into it with a negative like predisposition yeah. to hate the game so something I think Blizzard did, and they did it on the last PTR for the end of uh, of Shadowlands, was they didn't release the the fight. Like they they released the the testing of the raid, but they didn't release mm-hmm. the last fight to the people. Like nobody got to test that, and it was I couldn't tell you the last time they ever did that, if at all, right? And they just didn't do it. They didn't they didn't test it. They just like it's gonna be in there. It's gonna you're just gonna play it when you play it. And everybody was like, what? Like, why? Like, every, there was, like, raiders legitimately upset at them. Like, no, we got to test. We got to know. We got to. They did not want to ruin it. And it ended up being, like, a really good fight. They liked the idea of the fight. The story is here, near, neither here nor there. But the fight itself it was the first time they're like, nobody saw anything. And I was like, do more of that. Just if you don't want us to see something, do more of that. So you can keep your cards up your sleeves. And arguably do that for the whole thing. You could, yeah, you could arguably do it for the don't whole show thing. any raid can, at like, all. Don't allow people to access half the story. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like just shut it all off. Find the bugs in the base systems. That's it. And, and that's and, what that's what PTR should be. Yeah. yeah, I saw the dragon riding, and I thought like, okay, uh, what we because when they initially showed off, I was like, oh, this is just Guild Wars Two's mount. It's not. It's a totally different system. Like I was like, oh, that looks good. Like that looks like a new, interesting. Like they saw maybe what Guild Wars Two did and said, let's. How do we it, it, like make that our own? And I was like, you know what? GG. They did a good job. Like really put some thought into like how dragon riding would work. And like there's cosmetics tied to quests and achievements, and you can get different dragons. And you do smart. 
smart, so smart. Like they know glamour or, or whatever is like the true end game, and you can change how your dragons look, and you can change the dragon types, and great. Like they, they, it looks like they put a lot of thought into that system, and the people getting to show that off, and like people like Belular and Crendor and like whoever other wild WoW folks are looking at it and saying like this is actually a lot of fun like this like to order to gain speed you have to get closer to the ground so you get like and then boost yourself and you can lose if you lose speed you can like you may not maintain it you could like land and smart it's a really smart system it's it's good like they they need it that that's the kind of stuff they need to show off the invoker class i believe it's called uh, it's also something they need to show off it's, yeah. it's also cool it's an advanced class you have to type advanced in to even play it <laughs> it, 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 it it's on the box stuff that gets you it, that's the hook yeah it is a hook. and then like so then if they have a great hook i mean how many people especially if you're into the high fantasy thing um dragons okay you you slap a dragon on any box you're gonna get the high fantasy crowd. I'm sorry, you are. You, I mean, you are. That's not wrong. How many, how many EverQuest? How many EverQuest box arts have a dragon? <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them. So, like, there's your hook. None of the EverQuest now, two ones. Really? Well, that explains not a lot. Not until uh, well, Tears of Vision, I think. <laughs> that's what happened then. <laughs> that, that, there's the problem. So, so you have an effective hook, right? The the, mm-hmm. the new class, the new race. And and all the cool like new place that we're gonna go. There's your hook. You got that. You're gonna you're gonna draw people in that way. And then you already know that you're gonna get your your core base people. Now now do they even want to eat it? So so they put the hook in their mouth. Do they spit it out, or do they hang on? Do 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 you reel them in at that point? Bring them onto onto your onto your deck and be like, this is my world. This is what I want to share with you. This is the game that I've put all of my passion into and the story that I want to tell, or did you say, Hey, I want you to go to, th- are you going to put them to work? I want you to go to this end of the ship and then go down below deck. And then I want you to go to the mass. And then I want you to do the rigging and I want you to do all of this crap. And then you can have fun for two hours in your raid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and then do it all again next week. Yeah. <laughs> no. That they can't, they can't, they can't keep going that route. And that, and with that, Blizzard has to worry about the games like Final Fantasy fourteen, in the aspect of how fourteen handles and respects the player's time. Right? Like Yoshi P said, "Hey, I don't care. Take a break. I don't care. Like this content will be here, and you can. He they have they have stuff in place where you can relatively catch up fairly quickly via crafted gear, whatever the systems are." To do it really, really quick. Guild Wars 2 offers a lot of bonuses and bumps. And you, ultimately, I think they can even half the time, if you buy a new expansion, they give you a boost. Right. So you can just jump right into that new expansion. Um, I think ES- most games now have that option now. E- ESO system is it, probably one of my favorites where it's just like go anywhere. You play whatever expansion you want. Start anywhere you want in the world. It'll it, it, leveling is agnostic. You can, if you want to go to the latest expansion and start from level one, go ahead. If you want to start from the beginning of level one, go ahead. Cap is 50. Doesn't matter. Have fun. You could play with your friends and it all adjusts, right? Like if, if Quinn's a higher level than me in ESO and I'm level one, we, he wants to help me quest. Absolutely. Can't everything will adjust to him and me separately. The mega server is great. These are great systems. Blizzard has to start learning from that. Uh, so you're absolutely right. And that goes into like the whole concept of like what it means to be an MMO now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. MMOs have like 
like Final Fantasy fourteen, it knew that if it didn't evolve, it would die. Yeah, it did. Right. And yeah. it, well, exactly. And so that those systems just don't work anymore. You you can't have mm-hmm. the grind for hours and play this massively multiplayer online game because it's the first one. Like you can't piggyback on that. Every game now, like every popular game that's coming out either in the past six months or in the next six months, which one doesn't have online capability? Where you can play with other people. Uh, well, with the last six months, okay, not Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I, I only typically play online games, so I, I don't have a good insight in here. Very, fair, very few. If they are, they're very specific genres and very like like. Hog snap. Oh wait, that was more than six months. <laughs> yeah, like I said, but they're very specific genres, very specific games. Right. Mm-hmm. You're right, though. Most games are like, even even Power Wash Simulator has multiplayer. You can power like exact. See, like talent's not wrong. He's right. Like even power wash simulator has multiplayer mode. Like you can power wash with friends. Like it's, it's just a, it's a, we live in the world where they know people want to play together very, and and, and now like the, the idea of a cozy game is playing by yourself, right? (laughs) Strange horticulture. Well, does that have multiple? No, it, we are pl- we are playing together, right? Again. But you're in the same. Like, How, it's only I, Susan playing. It's only Susan playing. We are effective. We're effective. Yeah, we're effectively. Yeah, it's true. Well, actually, can someone check on when that game came out? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let's, I mean, let's cross a, reference the date of that release, please. <laughs> as a general rule, that I mean, that's kind of the way of video right. games nowadays. And I mean, yeah, like uh, Chili says, Horizon, Horizon Season Zero Dawn is a great uh, single player experience mm-hmm. that uh, doesn't have any online capabilities yet. But I'm I'm sure that they'll they'd build like someone a somewhere sequel, in a yeah. back yeah is in a back room thinking like how can we? But most games, I mean, you think about Strangers of Paradise, right? You mm-hmm. can do co-op. You can do online co-op and play with your friends and in a game that mm. at its core, Final Fantasy, like the first one was single player, right? And so all they did was polish it up and then let you go kill chaos, right? But now you can do it with your friends. You can have three other Warrior of Light with you and go do the thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, banking on the fact that you're able to do that, you know, back in 2004, back in 2006, when, you know, being able to hook up your console like Final Fantasy XI to the internet and like, like, oh my gosh, like I'm standing in Orgamar and I'm an orc jumping and there's like a tauren that's jumping in front of me and they may be zug, from zug. England, right? <laughs> like that sort of thing is just not going to grab you anymore. You're like that's that kind of standard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's standard now. So you can't like just expect that, oh, people are going to be able to play together. They're going to be able to hang out with their friends online. And then that's going to be the thing that, that brings you to an MMO. No, that's going to bring you to any game, any game among us. You can do that. Fall guys, you can do that. Like none of this is like, like that is standard in order for you to have an effective game. Now you have to have a, an ability to play with your friends because everything is f- mm-hmm. more fun when you can play with other people. Yeah. There are those times where you just want to like sit down, have your own experience with your own game and those still exist. And that's awesome. And I'm glad that those are still Dark available. Souls. 
Dark Souls, fantastic. But <laughs> but when you're like getting your face pounded and you're tired of getting your face pounded, you call Buckethead that runs naked with two swords and say, "Hey, kill Medigular, uh, or however you pronounce it." Like that's Elden Ring. Mm. Either way, like <laughs> they send him a freaking sword, like an we, IRL sword. We, we called in Cousin Grumbo <laughs> <laughs> to to come in to like step pro Grumbo. <laughs> But these oh, are the sort of things, but like MMOs have to yeah. evolve. And if, if you don't, and like, this is why this, I get so passionate about this particular subject and topic, because when I think about playing a game, mm-hmm. I want it to be an MMO <laughs> because the memories that I've had that I've created with people like you guys, for an example, Susan, Chili, Paul, um, my, People in my free company who I've known for eight years, they, they got married because they met in a game, um, like real actual relationships that you built in these games where you've had these massive adventures. That's a core part of it. But if it wasn't for the game being good to begin with, never would have met you guys. Not ever. Wouldn't have happened. So when you when when I look at an MMO, I want it to be able to capture not the feeling of going out and adventuring with friends but going out and being able to make friends in a world that is living and organic. Susan Those are two to, different. Out talent teaches. <laughs> so, so it's funny that you Very mentioned important. a lot of that. Uh, and, and I know it's something you want to talk about because uh, if you didn't know, Grosscrawler, AKA Greg street, former uh, world of Warcraft uh, lead developer and, and director of the game left and went to riot uh, we were trying to figure out what he was doing over there for the longest time. Now he was director over sort of over League of Legends, but I don't think he really was. I think I think secretly he was working towards the announcement he made. I think last year is that he is effectively now heading and 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 starting to build the League of Legends uh, MMO. And and uh, Ghostcrawler, aka Greg Street. Uh, if you don't follow him on Twitter, uh, and you may not, uh, he he is one of the. F- I would say he's one of the few people I would love to interview, uh, just to pick their their brain about MMO design. Uh, the other one was Brad McQuaid. Uh, may he rest in peace. Uh, I, I would love love to talk to Brad McQuaid. He he was one of the original people that helped design and create EverQuest and uh, later Vanguard and. And it gave the building blocks to Pantheon Online, the uh, the, the MMO that I'm following, and it will eventually come okay. out at some point. And, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so Greg Street from time to time will ask questions about like, what do you think a guild system should be? What should that look like? And <laughs> not Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. And he's like, you know, and he asks like he he puts out thoughts, not necessarily questions, but sometimes thoughts. He's like how should representation be in an MMO? You know, like what would that look like? And it's not necessarily a question, but it's like a food for thought for people. Like how he's like, he, he, sometimes he's looking for like, how as a developer should not only my team, but the, you know, as I, as they step into design, what does that look like? You know, representation for people of races, colors, genders, sexuality. Like, how does that look like in an MMO? And if you look at something like League of Legends, and their content they're putting out, they're putting out content that is very unique to all of that. Um, and I can see why he's doing that and building a world and, and looking at what that world will look like. Because 
it may not be a world of orcs and and dragons it may be cyberpunk it may be steampunk it may be so it, he's asking very interesting questions i don't think i've seen someone ask in an mmo sphere before or as someone leading an mmo development design because most of the time it's like what do you guys think about banks? <laughs> like it's not like, what do you guys think representation should look like? Like what, what, what how does that work? And like, like how, what can we not do to make it AI better? driven? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do what Blizzard did. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> please not ever talk about that again. <laughs> You know, it's all right. Real, real quick. The 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 sad part was that developers on Overwatch tweeted out like, we don't use that. Whatever that yeah. is, doesn't exist. It's like and it's like and they they were upset because they were like, there are people on this team that are 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 Egyptian and like and like saying like we have those people on our team, like the people on their team are developing the game. Whatever that is, is garbage. We would never use it <laughs> if it ever comes across <laughs> our net. We will walk out <laughs> like ultimately saying like if Blizzard ever comes to us and say you have to use this, we will effectively leave. And I was like, all right, good. Yeah, that's good to know. I was like, I, I want the, the like team. An, an ABK thing more. Oh, my God. Oh, it was it was King who was like. King was like, well, what if we like, what, where did you come from? King, go play Candy Crush and leave us alone. What, like, what are you? <laughs> God damn it. King. Uh, so uh, if you so your question was like, what would you know? What's the newest? MMO, what, what it'll look like? I think it'll look like. I, I effectively, I think it what it'll look like. It'll be a very story driven game, right? Because League of Legends doesn't have a story until now. And they're starting to tell that story within their their movies and their music and and everything. they've always had the cinematics too, haven't they? Mm, not not at the beginning. Or in the more recent years. Re- more recent years, yes. So it's starting to build that lore and starting to build that world. And I and I think that world will be very unique. And I think it'll be modern. I don't and, and I don't know what it'll look like as an MMO per se, but I think with Greg Street at the helm, I think there will be rating. I think there will be PVP. If they want to tap into the PVP market, maybe they'll connect they have to, yeah. League of Legends into it somehow or how League, League plays into it somehow. Um, I feel like there's going to be a heavy monetization in there, like microtransaction. I, I, That's what League is like bread and butter is. Yes, and that's going to be the big question is like, is this going to be a free to play MMO? If that's the case, is it going to be, you know, how my player looks? And so uh, Susan says in chat, is the League of Legends the game that they had the Netflix show that a lot of people really uh, were into? Yes. 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 Yeah, it is. Yeah. Arcane. Yeah. Arcane. Yeah. Arcane, yeah. Uh, even like, uh, like I, I was told to watch it. Like I had some people tell me I should go watch it just because it was really, really good. I've been told it's amazing. It's yeah. really, really good. Like it's I'm not, not a huge fan of Riot, but either but. am I. Yeah, I still need to get around to watching it. Um, I, I, I watched the first few episodes, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm not as engrossed into the the League of Legends universe as as maybe <laughs> you know other people are. But um, like like Peter was saying, like the um, the whole idea of of seeing what a new MMO is going to look like, the monetization system is going to have to be something that you look at very heavily too, because right now, uh, there's only two viable. Let, let me say, let me caveat that only two viable MMOs that have a subscription based system. 
because I mean it's World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy fourteen. ESO went free to play, but they have microtransactions. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and their subscriptions Star, actually Star still Wars. pretty good. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah there's subs is not bad. Um uh, Star Wars The Old Republic that used to be a subscription based when it came mm-hmm. out in 2008 they weren't making any money the moment they went free to play and changed to calling that microtransactions is a little disingenuous but basically <laughs> giving it a, a, an online store yeah. um, mm-hmm. to buy cosmetics and, and coins and, and credits and, and the currency there um, their revenue shot up and not only did it shot up there's going to be a new uh sotor expansion coming out next year i i believe it yeah that's that's crazy so what does that look like for subscription base and then like having an option to have a subscription where you get access to all the other stuff and then they still have just like in 14 you you pay a subscription but you still have these optional things that you can get is that what's going to come the way of MMOs now? I, I mean, if you want my personal opinion, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be based on what they feel the need is for their game. I think that if I was Riot, or if, even if I was Greg Street, I wouldn't, I would go to Riot and say, listen, if we want to give this an honest shot, giving it out for free may not be necessarily the best thing but maybe a buy to play model, right? Where it's like a lot like Guild Wars where it's you can buy it. The only thing that's on the store is cosmetics, right? You still get the content. You have to buy expansion because it's a lot of work. I know Blizzard's got a Blizzard. A Riot's got buku dollars. Like they have the money. Yeah. And I'm you know, backing. It, yeah, it's but I think it should be one of their first games they charge for um, because they, they, they have enough money behind it like they can easily charge for it and people will buy it because it's league of legends Mm -hmm. but i think they have to come in maybe at like a like a 40 dollar price point like which is fair i think that's a fair price um and and it has to have some strong content behind it hey it's going to be you know up to level 60 it's a story driven world create your own character like you're going to meet some of the the you know you're going to meet some of your favorites from league of legend maybe not all of them right away because you'll 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 need people for expansions and we'll expand on the story uh it'll be tied to arcane in some sort of way like what they really could be diving into is something really good um and what you're describing is creating that universe already having your core set ready to go that you can deliver your players and now you put them into and let them have fun yeah. Right. Kind of like what we talked about, uh, you know, uh, a while back now. But I mean, that that's 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 essentially it. That right there is exactly what they need to do. And the great thing that that Riot has right now is that they already have pseudo lore. And what mm-hmm. I, what I mean by that is they all they have is arcane and what that has established. The the new single player game that just came out. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but then they all all the character descriptions for all of their their um their characters uh in in the game and each of those characters depending on what skin you use is like an alternate universe where that character existed yeah and so that gives you uh right now there's the star caller content that they have right now which is a separate league of legends universe where 
the League of Legends players, characters, heroes, villains are in like a magical girl space game. But then there's also the Academy where like everyone is dressed up like they were in, in high school isekai, right? The, then oh, you have no. that. And then you have like, like God King Darius, where you like have this one character that went and took over the world. And it's like grim, dark, high fantasy. And so, all of those are separate worlds within the <clears throat> same universe. Uh, it was it Josh Strife Hayes. Uh, I'm sure everybody kind of knows his name uh, as the, no. the handsome, uh, MMO, uh, reviewer play, likes to play bad MMOs and review no. them. You should check him out. He's, he's great. We, Susan, let's see if we can get him on the show. Susan, he's dreaming. <laughs> he's, John, uh, John Strife, John, Josh, Hazer, Josh, Josh Strife Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he is, uh, if, if take an image of a person who plays MMOs, now make him hot. <laughs> and also a former karate instructor. <laughs> Everyone plays MMOs, so it's very hard to get like your average MMO player. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he's 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 not he would not like when you see him, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna ignore the fact that Peter and I both have long beards. We're both like in a in a chair, the you know, it's fine. We're, yeah, we're, we probably... yeah, we're we're the average. We're don't worry, we're the mark. <laughs> Or the mark. Uh, uh, he he. God, I can't remember the name of the MMO. There was an MMO he found, and he was like, uh, he was only gonna make one episode on it, and it ended up being like twenty episodes. He played all the way to the end, and it was this game based on a book series where it was like these multiple different worlds, and one was a chess world, and one was like a a high fantasy like Asian world, and like it was like full of like dragons, and 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 the game was not surprisingly not very good, but there was like but something drew him to play it and and like keep playing it because the concept of the main hub world was like this future city and then you would jump into like a medieval town and then like a fantasy forest and then you jump in if they did that with league of legends and it was like oh you can jump into the arc like and every expansion could be like a league of legends multiverse uh, multiverse yeah and so he might cover MMOs, but he didn't bet he didn't cover the Jane Austen MMO. No, only I got only I cover the Jane. Uh, people that look like me and, and Talon cover the Jane Austen, <laughs> uh, which do no longer exist. They didn't make enough money to keep the Jane, the one server running the Jane Austen MMO online. Uh, the, the cosmetics in that game did not sell well, apparently. Uh, $15 for a bustier did not go over well with the Jane Austen community. Uh, so that, that's maybe the idea. So I, I don't know. Like it's, it's If you want to know more information, I would suggest go follow Greg street, uh, AKA gross crawler on, on the Twitters. If you, if you're so inclined to do so, um, he, he's, he's a bright person. Like he's, he's very smart is his idea. He, he made some of my favorite, he created some of the most interesting stuff that Warcraft had, honestly, like uh, a small project he did. I don't know if you know, I've heard of it, but transmog, that was like something that he created and iterated on. Mm. And uh, was like, Oh, I wonder if people want to just like, niche. yeah, it sounds very niche. And uh, you know, his thing, I mean, there's some things that people think Greg didn't do well, but like as any developer, like, Oh, like you get praised if you develop something guess what you're getting praised and you're also getting torn down so you didn't like yeah, there's no absolutely uh, we're, we're just going to ignore the fact that he was probably one of the more community engaged he really was people. i mean he, he had blue post after blue post after blue post he, he wrote, tried his best to engage people yeah he really did he wrote openly he 
Uh, because tw- Twitch wasn't a thing, right? There was no way to do like mm-hmm. video content as easily as it is today. So his way of doing that was doing like these massive like blue posts and he would write these massive letters to the community and let people respond and he would respond to them like in the chat, like which was great. Like that was it was good to see Ian has a coast. Uh, <laughs> so it's good to see Ian has a coast now makes videos. That's fine. Uh, so uh, 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 Talon, uh, I'll let you pick the next thing we talk about. Uh, do you want to talk about? Uh, oh. uh, well, go ahead. I know we're, we're, we're going long. Yeah, so we, we might want to like if you have another topic, you might want to wrap that up quick. Or, or, I, I will. So I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him choose because one can go long, right. the other one can be really short. Uh, do you want to talk yeah, about nasty go. people or let nasty people die on the internet, or or do you want to tell us about your OnlyFans? <laughs> I suge- I suggest the OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, or you can show yeah, us your dog. <laughs> There's a third option. You can show us your puppy. <laughs> Okay, so it also could uh, be related to the OnlyFans. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. There's, uh, there is a, there's a multiple layers of lore here. Oh uh, boy, maybe a big lore I, I, I can actually, <laughs> I can tie all of this together, and I can hit all of these topics. Perfect. Uh, the puppy is downstairs, currently freaking out. So maybe not the puppy, the puppy, but if if like if y'all want to show a picture of him, I put him in the in the show notes or over there so y'all can bring him up if you you know want to show hey, what he looks I, like there. I could make it happen probably Hold on. Uh, but uh so the only fans thing okay so there was a uh, a while back uh like a, a long while back uh paul was giving me a hard time and paul from from google round radio uh if you don't know who they are definitely go follow them they're great content creators uh sometimes they talk about final fantasy 14 but he was like making a joke about like how streamers need to have an OnlyFans because you know it helps supplement income and and all of that jazz. Like you know what, Paul, I'll just go ahead and make one. I'll just go ahead and I'll make an OnlyFans. Um, and that was a joke, right? That was supposed to be like a complete <laughs> like yeah, of course I'll go make a, an OnlyFans. Yeah, me. Um, so I made an OnlyFans, and now. Anytime that I jump onto a show, I don't know how this has like disseminated all the places, but uh, Chili was, uh, Chili and Paul were, had a guest on Mrs. Loot uh, just recently, and we brought up the joke about the OnlyFans, and then Mrs. Loot, bless her, just stopped and said, wait, Talon, you actually have an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans. Um no, no, I don't actually have one, but I mean if you want to so if you want to give me money to see like glamour shots of my beard, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna tell you no. I'm not gonna tell you no. Okay? New channel point redeem. Yeah. <laughs> beard glamour shots. There you go. Uh <laughs> Susan Q talking. Um, but the the other thing about that going into like the the OnlyFans thing and like being a content creator and just like being a person who is on the internet as a public facing person, sometimes we deal with some some crap. Um, and you know when you decide that you want to be a streamer, you kind of sign this. Um, unspoken contract that you are going to have all kinds of people come in and interact with you that you typically maybe necessarily wouldn't invite uh, to have around. 
Um, and anybody who has followed me for any extended period of time knows exactly what my content is all about and kind of what I do. Um, Exynos? <laughs> yeah, extra thick, right? Um, my entire channel is based upon gaming politely. Like, that's our, that's our tagline, right? I try to create a safe space for every single person. Um, we play games. We do it politely. We're nice. We're kind. We even have, like, a language filter because if kiddos want to come and actually watch some content, depending on the game, right, there's still, like, the tag that says, you know, hey, this may be for a mature audience for your discretion advised. That's just there as a as a general rule because if I'm get talked into playing, you know, Phasmophobia or that other terrifying game that I can't remember the name of right now, where Peter was like, Yeah, Talon, you should play it. There's nothing, it doesn't have any jump scares. And then I like scream seven octaves <laughs> because there's a jump Resident scare, Evil. and then there's like a naked lady crying blood out of her eyes with a blood fountain. Yeah, that was. I what game is this? This sounds awesome. <laughs> it's, just... uh, it's in my backlog. Um, I'll have to. I'll have to look at it. Uh, it started with an A. You suggested it, and I bought it, and I streamed it, and I sh- I did it one time. Amnesia. There you go. Amnesia. Oh yeah, Amnesia. Oh yeah, that's yeah, a great game. Yeah. <laughs> both of you, like both of you, convinced me that you know, yeah. Talented. I've never played it. Oh, so good. <laughs> no, good is not the word I would call that. Uh, so I have that tag on there just in case we're playing something like that. That's just, you know, maybe not everybody's thing. Viewer discretion advised. Um, I had somebody come into my chat uh, la- last night, two mm-hmm. nights ago. And, you know, when you're on Twitch and you have like your rules before anybody can chat, even if you're a regular, anytime, like the first time you click on the on the chat box, it says... These are the chat rules. My mm-hmm. chat rules are basically don't be don't be dumb, don't be mean, no not safe for work, keep politics out because we all have our opinions about it. We don't need to talk about it. Um we can do that on another section, whatever. Keep it keep it clean. This person comes in, never had been on my channel before, and I'm streaming Final Fantasy 6. Pixelated Final Fantasy 6. Um, and that's going to be very important uh, here in just a moment Uh, they come on and before saying hi, hello or anything begin to describe some not safe for work actions between two of the characters in the game that's nasty (laughs) and and I'm not saying like you know you can't have that sort of thing or you can't be into that sort of thing but when I say like they came in and like, like derogatory like like ways that you would describe someone maybe they should get a billboard worst well like it was worse than that okay it was it was a video (laughs) yeah well and i I put out a twitter statement about you know like why i don't have this like why i don't Mm -hmm. allow this kind of stuff on my channel um because you know the thing about tea is when you want tea you can go get a cup of tea Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when you don't want tea, you don't have to drink tea. When somebody offers you tea, you don't have to take the tea they offer you, right? And the tea mm-hmm. is usually in a cup, and you don't get to see what kind of tea it is. But then when somebody, like, spills that tea all over you, uh, that, you know, consent is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my chat saw this. They were not real happy about it. They were kind of like, whoa, that this is 
this is wild. And I, I just told this person like, hey, you're new. Maybe you didn't read the rules. Uh, welcome to the channel. But we don't do that kind of stuff here. We don't do that. Like, that's not what we're about. And instead of apologizing or just leaving, right, again, I wasn't knocking them for having like, like, if that's their thing, that's their thing. I'm not here to kink shame. But they proceeded to go and attack my physical appearance. And before they left, they said, well, it doesn't matter anyway. You're fat. And then just took off. That's such a like 13 year old on the Internet, like bad, like you're fat. <laughs> yeah, I just like I sat there for like like a good five seconds, just kind of staring at the chat box. Like, did this actually like this happen? I've been streaming for like three years now. This is the first time anything like this has happened. And I know I'm not the I'm not the first person and I'm certainly not going to be the last. And women content creators go through something like this a thousand times more than I do uh, and that how we'll have ever experienced. There is never a time ever. And I want everybody who hears this either now, later on, whenever, you know, a hundred years from now, while the Maelstrom radio podcast is still available. Paul's mom, whoever. But Paul's mom. <laughs> it is never okay to go after somebody's physical appearance or insecurities because you're pissed off and got caught out for something. They didn't attack my content. They didn't attack my gameplay. They didn't even go after like the crappy green screen that I had at the time that had holes in it. Right? No, it was me. And, and the way that I look. The way that somebody looks is usually not something that anybody can help. We're all born in a spectrum of different ways, right? We all look different. Quentin looks different from me, then looks different from Peter. We're going to ignore the, the beard comparison for now. But, like, Susan looks different than I do, as, as same as, like, it, like, we're all different. And none of uh, us have Susan's any control. Susan's beard is pretty epic. <laughs> I, I believe it. Dream. None of us have that, that much control over the way that we look outside of diet and exercise. Okay? Who we are in, in like, like, metabolism, medical, all of that stuff, like, the... It costs you nothing to be kind. Why would you want to go after somebody for simply telling you to follow the rules? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. And then when I think about it and I'm like, okay, oh, poor talent, poor talent. It didn't, it like, it hurt, but it wasn't like a, oh no, I'm, I'm distraught about this. I like, it got me thinking how many content creators sit there and pour their heart into, into Twitch, into YouTube. And then the only like take Unaleska, for example, she's a final fantasy uh, collector. She's, she's on her way to being a Guinness book world record holder for the largest final fantasy collection to have ever existed. And I wish her the best of luck. People go in and attack her and says, and say that she's not an actual final fantasy fan. Because she's a conventionally attractive person. And then on the same side of that, there are content creators who don't follow the um, status quo or, or social normal, normalized whatever. And they're like, oh, well, you, your opinion doesn't matter because you look fat or you have this kind of skin or your beard isn't as long as Peter's or, you know, anything stupid like that. How does that... 
It, it's it, just it, I like it. I don't get it. I it, don't. It happens. We learned that on one of my YouTube videos uh, back when uh, Final Fantasy is like, hey, we're going to give away uh, fat chocobos. Uh, and uh, I was like, not a lot of people of color on that on that list of people you picked. <laughs> and I made a video about it. And as an Hispanic person, I was like, I have a right to speak on behalf of her people for BIPOC. And boy, did the Internet think that I did not. <laughs> they were like, first of all, it's I, was, I use the term Hispa uh, Hispanic. Hispanic. Uh, uh, Hispanic X, right? Like, and then, oh, I got teared in for that. And then they're like, if, if, I have friends who are Hispanic and how dare you? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> sorry. So sorry that I offended you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And it, it goes the same way of like just treating everyone, no matter where their walk of life is. Um, and when, when I say that I create a safe space for everyone who comes into my channel, I mean that LGBTQ plus, um, trans, black, white, purple, bearded, non-bearded, tall, short, you know, everything under the sun, everything under the sun. If you come to my channel, you are safe. We are not going to attack you for being who you are. You know, that you can be safe here. You can be who you want to be here. That puppy lives over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the attacking people that way no matter like not just my channel but anywhere anywhere on the internet don't don't do that there's there's absolutely no reason for it and in a world where especially in the u.s right now where things are just going absolutely nuts we can all use a little more kindness and that's like i i try to promote this as much as i can on my channel and like final fantasy 9 is one of my my favorite my favorite games Mainly because of this this line, the the main protagonist, their quote is, "You don't need a reason to help people. You don't need a reason to help people." And again, I keep saying this: it costs you nothing to be kind. You have no idea what somebody is going through. They may be on Twitch streaming. They may be creating that YouTube video because that gives them a small modicum of joy. And then you come in there and you tear them down for what? You you tear them down, and what was is that supposed to make you feel better? They may have been struggling with about a depression, or maybe they're struggling with body issues, like like body image issues. They may be struggling with whether or not they want to come out to somebody. Right? There's no reason why you should come and attack somebody's personages for any reason at all. And back in the 90s, there was this, you know, call me a boomer. Well, I'm a millennial, but call me a boomer. You know, we had a <laughs> millennial, but call me a boomer. Can I uh, oh, jot that here, like... please jot that down as a show title? <laughs> please, thank you. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just, just don't. Because two things I guarantee you are going to be true if you don't have anything nice to say. One, at the end of the day, you might get your 15 seconds of fame, right? Where it's addressed and then like we move on. But two, no one is going to care or remember that you were a butthead. They're going to remember the people who stood up for those who you tried to attack. And those are going to be the ones who are immortalized, not you. Like it, it, Love everybody. 
Yeah, it's like Raven said, would love yeah. everybody. ELE, everybody love everybody. <laughs> it's like, like it's it's not a very hard concept. And then uh, somebody had said one time, like they were really taken aback. Uh, I had I told someone, okay, I love you, man. And he looked at me and was like, wait, you, you love me? And they, like, they, they stopped and like they paused. Like, what do you mean you love me? It's like, yeah, dude, I, I love you. I wish you the best. I, ho- I hope everything works out for you. He's like, but you don't even know oh. me, man. And my response was, was simply this. If people can hate for no reason, then I can love for no reason. That uh, I also want to bring up on that point that a lot of people always associate love with like romance, mm-hmm. like romantic love. And that that's not like that's one small, small bit. Like love is much larger than that. Just because someone says love you, like it's not like they are attracted to you and they are romantically interested. No. Right. It's just like hate doesn't mean like I absolutely dislike you immensely. Like hate is a much broader concept. Yeah. I, I we usually use it as a much broader concept, but we don't use love as a broad concept in that sense either. It's like you love and, tacos, right? But you're not romantically in linked with tacos. But if you are, I'm not judging you for it. <laughs> right? <laughs> like don't make don't make me have to interact with that taco loving content, right? If I don't want to. No. But y- you do you. And like there's a spectrum in that whole thing there. Yeah. And that, yeah, I, I think like you said, having more of that around in the world is is definitely the benefit to all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love can be respect. Love can be any number of things. Oh, with that, talent. Tell people where they can find the love. <laughs> you can find you can find the love and all the wholesome content over at twitch.tv forward slash Alan Broadbent. Uh, you can find me there, and then you can also find me on, on Twitter at Talon Broadbent. Uh, Talon is spelled T-A-L-A-N. Um, and if you have enjoyed this episode of Mousham Radio, you liked what I had to say, and you're interested in any of the things that I do, uh, come over and give me a follow on both Twitch and on Twitter. Uh, we are going to be revamping some old content. Um, podcasts are coming back, and the Talon Teaches series, which is going to go strictly to YouTube. Uh, where we'll be doing uh, guides for MMOs. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen will be the start, and then as we get into other MMOs, uh, we'll be doing guides on some of those things. And before anybody says, like, oh, we already have guides about this, we already have guides about that, but you don't have one made by me. So there you go. Alan teaches how to make a guide. Alan teaches how to make a guide. And there you oh, go. Perfect. <laughs> the romantic we'll, tools we'll, on OnlyFans. <laughs> we'll, we'll run through the. We'll run through how to uh, how to edit your beard glamour, you know, OnlyFans account. Yeah. Uh, Only beards. Uh, <laughs> so with that, uh, real quick, just to get through uh, the business. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, bonusroll.gg. So if you were a fan of any, uh, maybe the nightcap, uh, the wild nightcap, uh, you may have remembered uh, WoW Radio uh, being a, a website. It's now bonusroll.gg. They rebranded, and now they're all, all, all the, all the things. They are all the things. They are all MMOs. They are ESO, World of Warcraft, p- podcasts, gaming, D and D. They are 
everything. And you can find us there as well at bonusroll.gg forward slash directory forward slash Maelstrom Radio. You can just look up Maelstrom Radio. Uh, there, yeah, go find us and uh, like us over there. It help. Just go do it. Please. Thank you. Also, thank you, Chili, for leaving a comment and a five-star rating. Perfect. Thank you. Go do that more. Uh, our next podcast recording will be on Saturday, July 30th at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. BST. So that means our friends over in the UK can uh, have a nice dinner and uh, sit back with a nice uh, cup of ice cream or nightcap or whatever they want and and and, and enjoy a show. Now, it's not only myself and Quentin, but our guests back for the second time ever, Generic Live. Our friends over at Generic Live will be here. Uh, so we, we're gonna we're gonna touch base with them and see what's going on. Uh, a lot has changed for them, so I can't wait to find out what's going on. I'm sensing a pattern for the last like last episode, this episode, and next episode. Uh-huh. We all have guests with great beards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jesse Cox on 200, Talon yep. for 201, and Eric will be on for uh, 202. Yep. Beard boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I-, I want that to be clear where Clinton- Quentin said that I have I have a good beard and I just want everyone to thanks man that means a lot of uh, of course we have goals when we reach 666 followers and we're inching ever so closer to that goal uh, I have committed to streaming a complete Hades run Quentin and Susan will provide background support. Tip talking. <laughs> okay. Uh, encouragement. Uh, <laughs> when, I re- when we reach 777 Twitch followers, all three of us will stream together wearing adorable geek roomies, and it'll be the much cuteness. Uh, and of course, as always, till sea swallows all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is brought to you by maelstromradio.com and Blackfire Media. Produced by Flattis Shintier and Susan Sprinkle. Join us live Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. Send email to show at maelstromradio.com, tweet us at maelstrom underscore radio, or join our Discord at maelstromradio.com slash discord. Views and opinions expressed by our hosts and guests do not reflect the views and opinions of any companies discussed on today's show.